0: Hello, folks. It's Jay from J Talk. here to talk about Anchor. We just switched to Anchor from our previous hosting service for our podcast. Uh, a couple of highlight points. It's free um It's got great tools for recording and editing your podcast on your phone or on the computer on the phone on the go. Make some good content there. um You can also add some songs from Spotify. uh make your own radio show. Look forward to mine. Um, I hope you guys like it. Um, Of course, Anchor has great tools for publishing or distributing your podcast to other platforms like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Um, and then you can try it. You can make money off your podcast, you know, with no minimum listenership. Um, It's really everything you need, and and I love the analytics. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. (laughs) Hey, folks, this is Jay from Jay Talk. (laughs) And, of course, we have our wonderful groovy Nick from the Nick Drop.
1: Groovy, baby.
0: (laughs) I threw that in because, you know, the whole dance thing I was doing earlier. Yeah, you guys should have seen Jay started dancing. (laughs) Whatever. Did yeah? It was not a good dance, not by any means. It really (laughs) wasn't. Oh, it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. So okay, before we got get before we get started on the show, I want to do one thing. So, some people might be wondering, you know, what kind of equipment we use for our podcast, right? So I'm going to share. So I use a microphone. And I don't know if you guys can see it. So that's my uh, microphone. It's a Audio Technica AT twenty thirty five. And I will Not s- need to get me one of those. I, I'll I'll be honest with you. I've been very pleased with it. I, I really have. Even when Nick was here, it, it's it was a really good mic. It, it's got yeah. if you turn it up. If you turn the gain up, it will pick up a lot of stuff in the house, but if you turn the gain down where you really want it, it doesn't pick up much. It really makes the kind of cleanup really easy.
1: Maybe I need to figure out how to do that. Turn, turn. the gain up and down on mine. I don't know if my system has Well, it's
0: Well, the volume, the gain, just a little
1: bit. Oh, there's not like a different knob for gain?
0: Oh, no, no, no. No. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, I, I've been very impressed. I, I've I've really have enjoyed the, the mic. Does a really good job. Yeah. So I just wanted I to sh-
1: what I like it to the point of where I want to buy one because my mic is good. But like I'm in my room with the door closed, and the door's about six, seven feet away. But my apartment is fifty feet from the swimming pool. Right. You can hear kids in there playing Marco Polo or whatever, screaming and hollering. You can hear them on my mic.
0: Right. Well, and so the other thing I like about this is mine's somewhat of a directional mic. You have right. to have it turn a certain way to be able to pick up perfectly on your voice. So there's
1: two different kinds of mics. There's a condenser mic. Yes. And what's the other one? Oh,
0: I don't know the other one.
1: Yeah. Yeah. The ones that we have are condensers.
0: Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and that was kind of the point. When when Junior started going to college, they actually sent him one of these, and we were testing out all this equipment because he has to have it for his classes. You know, that's just part of his production. Right. And I was honestly, I was very impressed with this one. I actually liked it a lot. So when we went to do the podcast, I was like. Yeah, I'm just going to pick up one of those, and I'm so glad I did. I picked up a second one, so that way when I have guests in the house, you know, for our, our whatever, different podcasts with different people, I have two of them, and it really works really well. And it it's not bad. I mean, we may have them across the desk from each other, but they don't pick up on each other horribly bad. They really don't. Yeah. So, it's pretty clean. I've been pretty impressed, so i just I just wanted to share that with people in case you're looking. you're wanting to do your own podcast, you're wanting to do your own thing, or if you're just looking for a microphone for streaming, these are really nice. they really are
1: they, they I like yours a lot enough to where I want to buy one of yours and get rid of mine
0: right Now, I will tell you it's i don't say it's expensive, but it's got a
1: decent price tag on it right. You
0: know, it's
1: $150. Yeah. I've got it in my Amazon, uh, whatever you call it, in my list when I'm ready to buy.
0: Oh, okay. You should put it on your gift <laughs> gift list. Maybe a fan will buy it for you.
1: Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so Anybody? There. Anybody? Yeah. Fry, Bueller, Bueller, Bueller.
0: Anyway. <laughs> so, okay, dude. Um... We talked about can't please everyone. Right. At the end of last episode. Yes. And I was supposed to mark it on the whiteboard. And, of course, I didn't. and forgot. But you remember. No, I had to go back and listen to the episode just to remember. Oh, did you really? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, you know, I, I got to go back and find that. Cause, and I actually had a great idea for another episode. All right. And promptly forgot it before I wrote it on the right whiteboard. I do that. I mean, it was a wonderful episode. It was going to be perfect for you too.
1: So I was like, oh, "Shit." So, well, you know this. This can't please everybody. Thing is my problem. Yeah, I'm but it's. Cool. But I you're not the other air. one.
0: Yeah, but you know yeah.
1: there are a lot of people like that. Come on. You know what? Is now that we're saying that. I need to clarify a few things about. I've misrepresented myself on probably several podcasts. Okay, I w- was saying that I am empathic. I am not empathic. Wait. I don't know why I was coming up with no, empathic. No, no, no. empathy. See, but I was saying that I was empathic.
0: No, you were saying you were imp- empathetic. Oh no, no, no. You're right. Empathic. Right. You're right.
1: I am empathic. I'm. I'm. I'm an empathic. Pathetic person yes and so i said i'm an empath that's why i was joking with you the other day i'm empathetic if you take the imp out i'm just plain old pathetic <laughs> <laughs> yeah but but mean, so you got to leave the
0: imp in because you know you're short you look like an imp and i'm just teasing dude about all
1: that i'm just teasing you know yeah. <laughs> i think I, i'm i'm mismatched my words in saying that i was empathic no i'm not empathic i'm an empathetic person. Okay. I'm the opposite of a narcissist. Okay. I'm more concerned about everybody else's feelings than my own.
0: Yeah, I can see that. I, yep. I've I've said that. We've, people have told you that before, so it's not uncommon.
1: And it's hard for me. Like, you see people out there, and they get a hobby, and they're all into it, and they're gung-ho. I'm going to be interested in... Whoever I'm around. Yeah. If that makes sense to you. Yes. Started hanging around a bunch of guys and they rode motorcycles. Guess what? Bought A motorcycle. They
0: bought a place in Bandera. Guess what? It's a place in bandera.
1: <laughs> yeah. That's exactly right. <laughs> Pleasing everybody instead of worrying about myself. Now, don't get me wrong. I love my motorcycle. I love to ride. I don't know if I'll ever get rid of it. I've talked about it, but I love my place in Bandera although it is up for sale. Yeah. So I think it's just a situation that now that I'm not friends with the guy that's across the street from me, it's going to be very awkward every time I go up there. And now it's getting to the point now where I don't want to go up as often as I did.
0: Yeah. What's the point of having it if you don't go up there to uh,
1: be there? That's exactly right. Yeah. So in my real estate lady that sold it to me, she's blown me off for two weeks. What? What? Yeah, can't please everyone. I text her yesterday, and I'm like, "Hey, do you need anything else from me?" No response. She doesn't want to sell it. Why wouldn't she want to? She's gonna make money off the deal. She don't huh. have to do anything. Find another real estate agent. Well, I'm. I'll probably start working on that next week. Okay. Because I'm not in no dire need to get rid of it. I know. You know. But, but the market's really good. I could triple my money right now. Yeah, dude. Eat. So that's one of those things of pleasing everybody. I need to learn to not do that. You know, right. I need to learn to please me first. And that's hard for me because when I say that, it, in my mind, it means that I have to be arrogant. You know what I mean? If I'm going to take care of me, excuse me, if I'm going to take care of me, screw your feelings, screw everybody else's feelings, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do me.
0: Okay,
1: my that's where my struggle is to learn to not try to please everybody.
0: Right, right. Okay. No. So, do you think I'm arrogant? No. Okay. And I am like the worst person of of I'm completely confrontational. I <laughs> the you know, but I, I it you know what I'm talking about. I actually yeah. am very much you know it's. Sort of like with the whole job thing. Okay, you know, I got to look out for my kids. I can't travel. Well, we need you to... No, sorry, it
1: can't happen. But, no. I'm sorry. See, in my mind... I know, and that's the way it's supposed to be. But in my the way I would do it, I'd be like, well, well... You know, we'll try to figure out something. You know, and then I'll come home, and I'll be like, all right, kids. Wife, you know, if we were married and all that stuff, and I had kids living with them, I'm like, look going to have to figure out a way, and I would spend countless hours trying to figure out how I could get somebody to take care of the kids while I'm out of town, making the boss happy, making the kids happy, you know what I'm saying? Right.
0: And, and, you know, that's a valid point. If I had a significant other, it would be a consideration. Right.
1: But I don't have that. But you would immediately say, you know, even still... You know, I'm not I'm not an ass about it. I'm
0: like, you know, look, my kid comes first. I can't you know, he's 12. I have custody. That's my responsibility. And no offense to the job, but that's my number one responsibility. Being a father is the first responsibility.
1: But let's look at that. If you can't find a job because the industry that we're in is forcing you to travel.
0: Then I'll work in a different industry.
1: That's what I'm saying. You're going to have to make concessions. Yep. Drastic concessions because of that. Yes. You know, and I'm okay so, with that. Oh, I,
0: yeah. I, I, my my priority is to my kid, and I will not make concessions when it comes to my kids. One hundred percent. I know people don't understand that, but I, that step that whatever boat has sailed, whatever you want to say, I, I'm not doing it
1: anymore. See, you know? there's nothing wrong with that. I love the integrity of the fact that you do that, but I'm more like, I got to figure this out. I can't, you know, I I, I, I got to have the job. I can't, you know, how do I do this? And I would stress over it and lose hair, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> you know, but yeah, it, it. I can't find that happy medium between being arrogant and, you know, because I'm always trying. But it's not
0: But it's not being arrogant. How am I being arrogant? I'm just setting my oh, no, priorities.
1: You, I, I'm not pointing that arrogance at you. I'm talking about, I can't decipher the difference between pleasing everybody and pleasing myself to the point of arrogance. Okay. I got a great, unbelievably great example. Okay, good, okay. good, good, good. Oh. My dad's 79 years old. Yes. He's had three heart surgeries in the last year and a half. And he's worried. He's like, look, I'm not going to be living on this earth much longer. And believe it or not, now, my stepdad and mother have been divorced for 40 years. Yeah. They they still maintain a relationship. They're still cordial. I mean, everything's fine. The lady that he's been married to for almost 40 years um, is like a stepmom to me. I mean, she's always been there. She's always done things for us. You know, there's been a little rift between her and my mom. That's normal, you know, because of relationships are changed or whatever. So with all that being said, <laughs> my mother called me and said, look, St. Patrick's Day is a big deal in my family because of the Irish thing, right? Yes. So mom says, I'm buying you, your brother, your dad, and your sister shirts for St. Patrick's Day. Now, these aren't just T-shirts, buddy. These are silk, button-down, short sleeve untuckable shirts. Yeah. Very upscale, very classy shirts that have something to do with, you know. Yes. And these shirts weren't cheap. I think they were 75 to 100 bucks a piece, and she bought four of them. Right. One of them was back-ordered. But anyway, so to make the long short story a short story, I've got five siblings that have been married and divorced. And, you know, so I've got two older sisters and three younger brothers. The youngest brother is about to turn 40 and he's not doing so, so well in life. Okay. So him and my half brother have been fighting like tooth, tooth and nail and they're not getting along. Right. So my mother told me, she goes, you need to plan a night out with all the kids. You need to do it. And I'm thinking, why do I need to do it? I'm not the oldest kid. I'm not the, you know, whatever. So I sent a text out to my sister and my two brothers, not the youngest one that's got an attitude. Right. Okay. And my half brother, Sean, texted back and said, I don't think dad and Casey, the youngest one, are in a place. So we probably need to leave him out. So I did. So when I got a time frame, because Sean's the hardest one to lock down on a time frame, got a time frame, and I text dad, the old sister, and the two younger brothers, the four of us, right? Five of us, my dad and and the four siblings, not the fifth one. My dad flipped out. We are not going anywhere unless all of my children are there. You are not going to leave my one child out. And I'm sitting here thinking, "Okay, I'm going to appease my brother, I'm going to appease my mother, I'm going to appease, I'm going to I'm going to make everybody happy and scoop this whole thing in and it blew up in my face." I honest to God the way I felt, I would have t- I wanted to tell Sean in the text message, "Suck it up, dude. It's one night." Yeah. You know, before I even text my dad, I I thought that. I'm like, "If I was You know, having heart surgeries, and I wanted a dinner with all of my children. I don't care if they're fighting or we're fighting. All of us are going to sit down and have a meal. And that's what I was thinking. But I appeased my brother, and it blew up in my face. And dad pointed the finger all at me. Yeah, I ended up being the bad guy for the whole scenario. Right. Needless to say, it turned out okay. The youngest one decided that it wasn't a good idea that he was there. So we went and had a fantastic meal, told stories, cut up, had a great time. Yeah. But I'm still the bad guy of the situation. All because I was trying to make everybody happy.
0: Yeah. So you made your brother happy, but you pissed off your dad cuz you left out one.
1: Yes, and who's the last person I want to piss off? Your dad.
0: Yes. Yeah. So but I mean, be- So uh, yeah, so I mean, I understand exactly where you come from. I mean in hindsight's twenty twenty, you could have said something like Sean, let's see what dad says. You know? But you're you're just trying to make it happen. You're trying to get everyone there. And right. it, and, and if you'd have said that, he might not have responded with the right answer you wanted. And that's right. kind of what you, you're you're dealing with. So there there's no way I mean you you can we can look at this situation and play by play it. Oh, you could have done this. You could have done that. But no, dude, when you're in the situation, it's impossible to do that. You my know?
1: brother was a stand-up guy, too, because my dad said, Sean, I really want to thank you for putting this together. And he goes, Dad, I didn't do it. Nick did it all. Good for and him. Like, me? And he gave me a big hug, and he said, thank you. Yeah. So it turned out good, but I, you know, I should have stood up to my brother and said, you know, we're going to have to put our differences aside just for – Three or four hours just for dinner. You know, that's what I wanted to do. Oh, no. I got to please everybody. It's fair. I get in those situations with myself all the time, even at work. Really? I think that I'm doing something good for everybody, and it turns around and bites me in the ass almost every time. Mm, I can see
0: that. You are a nice guy.
1: You know, and... It's not like I think about okay, I'm gonna be a nice guy today. It's second nature. I know. Before I, know. I even think about I don't take a step back and go, okay, let's think about this. Right. I think about it just go. I'm gonna make everybody happy, go. I've even taught my youngest one who's nineteen the same thing. He just he's always like me trying to scrape f- right off my ass.
0: But the funny thing is, is you have no problems pointing out to people. So you're like, okay, you know, let's we should do this, and they'll be like, but no, we're gonna do it this way, and you'll be like, okay, okay, yeah, you, yeah, you, you, you're, you know, but the funny thing is, is when they come back and they're like, you're right, you know, you're like, yeah, I told you, where's that confidence in the beginning?
1: Yes, that's what I'm trying to learn. Okay, the the lady that I've had been dating for a long time, a couple years, almost three, right? Off and on, but yes. Yeah. Every time, if I started craving something, like, oh, my God, I want crawfish, or, oh, you know, I want to eat a steak at so-and-so, or, oh, I want to go out to dinner on this night and do this, 100% of the time, plans always get changed. And I go, okay, and I never get what I want. I never get that steak that night. You know, I might get it two weeks later. But, you know, and I'll always make my way to where I get the steak or get the crawfish or whatever. Right. But 100% of the time, and this past weekend, a weekend before last, they were about to change the plans on me again. I said, if change the plans, I'm going to Uber to the crawfish place because I want me some boiled shrimp and crawfish. Right. And I was dead set. This is it. If you guys don't want it, go somewhere else. Right. And, of course, they went. And we had a good time, but I didn't, I was still anxious and the heart was pounding out of my chest because of the situation that I had to go through to get what I want. Then I felt arrogant and like, we're going to freaking do what I want, when I want, how I want and write to you, you know, and I'm, I sat back and I'm like, did I really want to shrimp that? And then I start feeling guilty. Why? I don't know. That's just, I don't know. But it,
0: here's the whole thing. It, it... We talk about this in our podcast. It's a give and take in any right. relationship. Okay? And I'm not talking about dating. I'm not talking about marriage. I'm talking about relationships. Friends, you know, family, everything is a give and take. And if you're constantly giving and they're not giving back or you're not taking some There's a problem, you know, because they have to give to you and you have to take it, you know. Now, if they're giving to you and you're not taking, okay, that's a little bit on your fault. Right. Okay. But it is a give and take. If you want a steak today and they're like, you know, I wasn't feeling like a steak. Can we go here? But we'll go to steak tomorrow. Okay. I could probably deal with that. Two weeks later, No. I ain't dealing with that. If I want a steak, I'm getting a steak in the next three days whether it's with or without you. You know?
1: See, and that's not me because I will. I'll say okay, and I'll never get the steak. You know, it'll be two, three weeks, a month before. Right, right. In those particular situations. I mean, we're just using steak as an example, but yeah.
0: Yeah. So, But I mean, my son, it's been really hard for him and he's gotten better about it. I've been teaching him, trying to teach him lately, he doesn't always like the food that the some of his friends like to go eat. They want to go to this restaurant. He's not a big fan. Right. So what he'll do is he'll be like, okay, where are we going to eat? And they'll be like, well, we're going here. And he said, okay, I'll, I'll just bail out this time. And they're like, really? He said, yeah, I, I just not really in the mood for that food and, you know, but I don't want to stop you guys from going. So I'll just bail out. Okay. You know, what's wrong with that? Is there anything wrong with what he just did?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Why? I don't know. Because him, his friends and him want to hang out and go get something to eat. Yes. So why can't all of you go, Okay, we're not going to go to here. Give us some choices, and we'll get together as a group and make a decision.
0: Well, sometimes somebody has got it in their head what they want to eat, and that's where that's where they're going to go.
1: So that's the narcissist. That's the arrogant, cocky one that says we're going to do what I want to do when I want to do it, how I want to do it. I have surrounded myself with people like that so that I didn't have to make the decision. I don't care where we eat.
0: Right, but, but, see, the whole thing is is he's not like that all the time.
1: I know, I get it
0: i you it's know. only every once in a while he'd be like, You know, I'm really in the mood for this, this is where we're, you know this is where I want to go, and you know this is, but here's the whole thing. He has to understand not every time if he wants to go to eat there, then sometimes he may have to go eat alone because what if nobody else wants to go to that restaurant
1: so it's not a i mean it, i I get the point, but he should share farewell, like, he wants steak and they want Tex-Mex. Yeah. They'll go, okay, I'll I'll slide on the steak, but we're going to go to steak the next time we go out. Right. Right. I see that. I don't know about baling, Right. Unless you're going to serve me liver and onions, I'll pretty much eat at any restaurant anywhere, uh, you know. You,
0: you know my son's not like that.
1: Yeah, so, you know, and maybe I should learn to be a little bit more precise I wouldn't call it picky, but, you know, I've been around people that will only eat it like two places on the planet, and I'm like, my God. You Uh, know what you're missing in life? I know, know,
0: right? Exactly. Don't
1: eat seafood, period. What?
0: Hey, I can't say anything. My kids don't eat seafood.
1: I was married to a woman for 20 years. Maybe twice a year she would cook seafood, but she'd have... A clothespin on her nose, goggles. And she hated the smell, of the you know fish or shrimp in the house, that kind of thing.
0: Red lobster. There you have it. There you go. That was the only time I got seafood, or you know, I mean, there were there were other times, but generally no. It was traveling lunch. Right yeah, you know. So me and Nick, yeah, me and Nick endured the same problem for twenty twenty years, folks. You know.
1: Nothing. Next not, time we have a meeting, where do we go? Seafood. Seafood.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: Oh my god, yeah. Yeah, we we actually had uh what was it? We had that meeting with Abigail.
1: And yeah, where do we go?
0: Seafood. Seafood. Seafood.
1: <laughs> and what did we have? Like four different types of oysters. Oh, that, that was so good. Yeah, they were so good. Yeah. yeah, they were good. Yeah.
0: So, that that was pretty funny though, but I mean, if you think about it, yeah, I I'll eat crawfish now and shrimp, and, you know, I have it. Sometimes I'll bring it home cooked. But, yeah, I mean, my kids don't eat it. But, yeah, I I still, um, I'm a seafood. So even whenever cool. I go to Tex-Mex, I go to Papacitos, I get the brochet shrimp.
1: There you go. That's the stuff. <laughs> All right, podcasts be cut early. We're hungry.
0: Yeah, I know, right? Exactly. So can't please everyone, man. So you know. I don't know
1: why I still at my fifty nine years of age still try to do that. Yeah, we talked
0: about this last last week. I made the comment. There was a person that walked the earth who was perfect and he couldn't please everyone. Why are you trying to please everyone?
1: Absolutely. Good point. I don't know. I guess it's just in my it's what do you you want to call it second nature? It's that's just how I've done it or what I've, you know. You were conditioned. Yeah. But my mother's not like that. And my dad, you know, my dad wasn't around. You know, he was gone when I was two. And then my stepdad was around and, you know. I know. he, he was. A, he's a stand-up man. I mean, there's no man on this planet that I don't respect more than him. You know? know.
0: But you were conditioned not to upset your family members.
1: So how does that work? I got four kids, three of them. Are narcissists. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. My son Nicholas, I would determine that he was going to run a cult. This guy can manipulate the pants off of anybody, anywhere, at any time.
0: Well, you know, remember, kids come from two parents.
1: Yes. And he's just (laughs) like his mother.
0: Let's just she be honest.
1: Pants off of me and the wallet <laughs> out of my pocket, and
0: <laughs> yeah, dude, she, you were like the perfect guy for her until you stood up for yourself.
1: See, and I, that's the way my relationship's been my whole life because I'm a pleaser. I don't, and I don't, you know, it's nothing for me if I start dating somebody. We're gonna go where she wants to go. We're gonna do what she wants to do, and then one day I'm gonna go. Well, hey, I'd like to have a steak, and no, we're gonna go over here. Uh, no. We've been going over here for, you know, however long. Now we're going to, you know... And most of them are... I've conditioned... And this is not their fault. I conditioned them to take that control. And most of the women that I date are control freak narcissists, cheating, lying sack of shits. Did I say that out loud? <laughs> you know, this,
0: this is but, why you like Emily King. This is why you like listening to... Because she actually promotes you doing what's right for yourself and not letting the girl run all over you. Right. You
1: know, she also promotes that a woman that has a man like me, she needs to be considerate of that fact because I'd kill for you. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It doesn't matter what, when, how or where, but if you get to the point where if we're, Laying in the bed watching TV, and she's like, Hey, I sure wouldn't mind some potato chips. I just hop right out of bed and get it right. every time. But if I want something, I'm not going to ask her. And if I do, she's not going to do it. Right. You know, because I've conditioned her that I'll, I'll do it. I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, the way I was raised was if you want something, get it yourself. Right. If I want a soda from the fridge or chips or don't, whatever's in the fridge, if I want something, I get up, I don't, even if she's in the refrigerator, it is hell for me to sit, to, you know, if I'm sitting on the couch drinking a beer or watching football on a Sunday. Right. She's in the kitchen. Okay. Yeah. Happy to do the cooking and all that stuff. And she's like, nope, I want you to sit down and, you know, at least she's making the effort to try. That's why I was married for 20 years. I can't cite her for everything. And I'm not a big football fan. Every once in a while. Right. I would get up and go to the fridge and get another beer. And she's like, "What the hell are you doing? I, 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 I'm getting a beer, right?" She's like, "Why didn't you ask me? I was standing right here." I'm like, "I don't know. <laughs> I don't know."
0: See, and, and that's funny because the, the expression I would have gotten was, "Was can't you see I'm busy cooking? Why we why can't you get up and get it
1: yourself?" <laughs> So, see, there's that side.
0: Yeah, there's that side. So, I will tell you this. This is funny. I did see a, a really interesting TikTok video the other day where this girl was talking. And I don't remember a lot of the, the TikTok video. I remember a couple of key points. But it, it it started off with, if he buys me lunch, I buy him dinner. Have right. you seen that one? Yes. Yeah. And so, yes. if if I want him to treat me like a queen... I need to treat him like a king. Yes. And I thought that was very interesting. Now it's supposed to be a partnership. So, I mean, you know, people can look at it in two different ways or whatever. We're not trying to say that they should be subservient, but I think the point of that whole TikTok was the working together. Yes. You know, and and that's the whole thing. If you're, if you're trying to please everyone, are you really, are you really doing yourself
1: any favors? Are you really doing them any favors?
0: No, are you really doing them any favors?
1: I mean, because in relationships that I do that, I, I, I'm the one that's you know I'll cook, I'll clean, I'll do, I'll do, I'll go, I'll do. Di- you know, and if, if we're go ahead,
0: I was gonna say, if you're pleasing her all the time, are you pleasing everyone else?
1: Well it, yes and no, if it's just her and I at the house and we're gonna you know we're gonna know. snuggle up and watch movies right? right I'm the one that's always getting up, I'm the one's that got to get the drinks I'm the one that's got to get the snacks i'm the one that, i'm and I cook and i you know and all, but the downside to that is, and I love doing it I don't have a problem doing it here's the problem: she gets comfortable and overlooks the fact that she needs to reciprocate that. And I'm not doing it for her to reciprocate. No, it's just, I'm true. just yeah. I don't even think twice. Right, exactly. And she'll sit there and go, oh, them brownies you got are really good. I could sure use one. I don't even hesitate. She's not asking. She just wants a brownie. And I'll jump up and run to the kitchen and go get them. Right. The one time I did not respond, I'm like, oh, yeah, then brownies would do sound really, really good. And she's just looking at me instead of looking at, because we started the movie. She's just staring at me like, what the hell? Why aren't you getting up? <laughs> and she goes, you don't want a brownie? And we were already in a kind of a tiff. And I said, I would love one of those brownies, but I don't love them enough to get up and get one.
0: <laughs> see, I would have said, yeah, I would love a brownie. When are you going to get me one?
1: And see, I, I should have said that. <laughs> So you know what she did? Let's see what got up, got her one. Yep. Okay. Back. Yeah. Yeah. That's when and you know
0: you're in a bad relationship.
1: Oh yeah. I I literally got up and I'm like, see, that's, I've been trying to explain to you what our problem is in the relationship. That arrogance right there is it. And I literally walked out and I haven't talked to her. since.
0: good for you. So yeah. the reason I said, uh, I made the comment about, are you pleasing everyone? Is if you're in a bad relationship, are you pleasing your friends and family around you?
1: No. Because if you're in a bad relationship, obviously your friends and family don't like the person that you're with. Yeah, because they
0: know you're in a bad relationship.
1: I'm just asking the well, question. My family never liked anybody. Never well, okay, anybody.
0: yeah, that's 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 a hard one. Okay, you know. <laughs>
1: Maybe one. Yeah.
0: You you know me. I, I mean, uh, good friends, they'll tell you, you know, look, we just want you to be happy. Whatever, you know. That, that's, that's the key point. Yet. Yeah. I want you to be. Right. But, you know, it's 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 kind of a hard thing to look at when you think of it in that aspect. You know, it's, you know, I know Abigail wasn't happy with the relationship where you were in, because she thought you could do way better. Right. You know, she's, she's been very blunt about that. She's been very vocal about it. And
1: I've been meaning to text her and tell her that I haven't talked to her. The, you know, the one she wants me to get rid of. (laughs) (laughs) I've been meaning to text her.
0: You know, but it's, it's just because she cares. And, 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 you know, that's, that's the, that's the, that's the, the crazy part of it. She doesn't want to just, take she wants to give she wants to give you friendship and advice because she knows you're a good person right and it and it's you know so it that's that's the hard part and and you know give and take it's it's always a challenge and making people happy so i i'll be honest with you folks i'm probably the world's worst about making someone happy
1: why you say that Why do you say that? Well,
0: okay, so let's go. I'll give you a couple examples. So I I do make people happy, okay? You can go back and listen to the intro to April just to get a really good idea of the hoops I jumped through for a successful date to make someone happy. But here's the key point. I gave her three choices of a restaurant. Who made those choices? You did. I did. She had to eliminate one who made the choice. You did. No, she did. She eliminated one. She just, okay. She eliminates
1: one. Okay. She made the choice of eliminating the one.
0: Yeah. She makes the choice of eliminating the one. She doesn't want this restaurant. Okay. And then out of the two, I made the final choice. Give, take, give, take. It's about working together if you If you start off on the first date with that, you know it sets the standard. you know I gave her a couple of flowers at the end of the night. she gave me a kiss you know it's 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 a give and take right, you know I went out with one girl one time, we went out on two dates,
1: and she asked me out for the third Give, take you
0: know and so that that's what it's about
1: but so see you have to set that up too maybe that's what i'm not doing i'm not setting it up that way yeah maybe. you know i did a couple of dates and i went on a i went on a date a blind date or whatever a date in your area and i called and i'm like hey she lives over in your area give me some names of some restaurants right you know and then basically you told me one and that's where we went i didn't even ask her I said, meet me here. Right, you know. So that was good. Of course, she, you know, turned into a psycho. Right. <laughs> they all do. Yes, but I mean, the point was is yes, you. You
0: set the standard on that one because you chose the restaurant. Right. You were decisive. When you know the big thing is i know people this is horrible to say but it's it's a pretty funny joke across most platforms women are very indecisive when it comes to what they want to eat right and so you know if you ha- if the woman has to choose that's that you you're setting the standard for okay she's controlling the relationship okay okay you know i mean it it's just about anything and maybe i'm wrong but i think that there's In the beginning, you have to be that kind of, I know I'm not going to please everyone, but if I please myself, at least
1: I'm happy. Right. I'm getting better my old age because I will say I've learned to get my thought process into, because I'm sure my wife of 20 years, it drove her insane. What are you hungry for? I don't know. What are you hungry for? Oh, just pick something. Oh, well I want this. I don't want that. You know, we we would do that banter almost every time. Right. And then the last 10, it's been 11 it'll be 11 years this year that I've been divorced and I've gotten to the point now where I'm like, "Hey, meet me here." Yeah. And if they say, "No, I don't really want to go there." I'd be like, "All right." And I'm like, "Well, I was thinking about this place too, you know, so I'm a little bit more in tune to it now that way. Yes, that was back in the day because I, I didn't care.
0: Yeah, no, and, and and that's a fair point. Most of the time, we just want to go eat. We don't really care, right? But I think it's easier for women to tell you what they don't want to eat than it is for them to tell you what they want to eat. Definitely,
1: that's, and probably all of them. Don't they want you to make the decision because that's what they like? Yes. They want you to make the decision. this is where we're going
0: that That's why I do that whole three restaurant rule. I mean, I know I know people probably think it's crazy, but I pick three. you get to choose what you don't want to eat, which is something easy they can do right you know, and then out of the last two, I pick one right and i I think it's a win win plan because you know what it it makes it easier that most women. Know what they don't want to eat, and especially if they're going on a date, they know where they don't want to go because they want to dress a certain way, they want to make a certain impression, they may want to go somewhere they can feel comfortable, right you know so oh, how are we doing on time? Are we good oh,
1: yeah we're we're only forty minutes in
0: oh really, okay, yeah, twenty minutes or you know 50. T- time flies when you're having fun I know. So,
1: but this is it's 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 a hard thing to navigate when you're empathetic. empathetic. That's right. I said it right that time. Yeah, you Not did. Empathetic. So, trying to please everyone is it's you, you can't do it. No. But you, I, I guess I just continue to try. You know, well, I'm I'm on the backside of. I don't want to argue, fight, I don't want to have a, even a, a heated discussion I, I don't want to do any of that and I was talking to a lady that I've worked with for probably ten years, and she's been married now for like three or four, and they watch a specific she was telling me they watch a specific show that couples have to do something like the Amazing Race or whatever, and they're arguing the whole time, and he looked at her and he goes. I guess we have to watch all this drama on TV because we don't have any. Because they don't fight. They never argue about anything. Right. You know, they, they have their niche as a couple. Right. And they know how, you know, and even on TikTok, that I have several couple coaches that aren't necessarily psychologists or or relationship coaches, or maybe they are, but they both go on there and they talk about how they maneuver their lives so that they're both happy all the time. Right, right. You
0: know. Well, I mean, here's the other flip side. You do a podcast. Right. Do you care what people think of the podcast? Well, yeah. You try to please everyone with the podcast?
1: Well, no. (laughs) Stop and think about (laughs) it now. I
0: I do a better job of that than you do on the podcast.
1: (laughs) But see, one of the things that I do in this Whenever we talk about a man does this or a woman does this, I always come back with, uh, they both do it. No, you're right. You do. You know. So the stories need to be told your significant other. And I try to clarify that as much as I can when I talk about it. Now, there are some dumbass things that men do, right? And women are Mars, men are from Venus kind of thing. There are some things that women do that drive men crazy and vice versa.
0: Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 100%. So,
1: with that being said, if you know what those things are, don't do them. <laughs> I don't know.
0: <laughs> no, but you know what I'm saying is you you don't you're not on this podcast to please everyone because no if, if if you were, you wouldn't talk about narcissists because you'd be there to please them.
1: Well, I'd like to please a couple million people. Yeah, well, okay, that's a fair but point. I, I can quit it and just keep podcasting. That would be nice.
0: I know. But see, that's pleasing
1: yourself. Oh, hey, good idea. Didn't think of it that way. You are. I, I would be the opposite thought process. I would be pleasing them, which pleases me. Yes. Not taking care of me and right there to you kind of thing. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, no. But see, there is validity in that mentality. So there's nothing wrong with pleasing someone else so they can please you. Right, there's nothing wrong with pleasing your significant other and then pleasing you back. That should be the give and take right you're you're putting out a positive a, a really good podcast, and then people are rewarding you by being a fan
1: that, and you have to handle that with kid gloves because you can't look at your significant other and go, "All right, you're cooking dinner and when you're done." you're going to take care of me and be snotty about it or even brass or rude. That's, you know?
0: That's where the arrogant comes in. That's what you're afraid of, but you're not like yeah. that.
1: No, I, I can't. I, I'll be like, get your ass in the kitchen and cook, and then you're going to service me when you're done. I would never do that. Right. If I even started thinking about it, I'd be like, I'll just cook. Yeah. <laughs> you know, See, I'll, but, cow, I'll pull my tail between my legs.
0: Okay, here's a good give and take, and I know hey. you've done this honey, you cook the dinner, I'll wash the
1: dishes. Yeah. What was wrong with that give and take? Okay, so how about it this way? I'm the one, if she's cooking, I'm not sitting on the couch watching TV. I'm either standing in the kitchen talking to her or in the kitchen cooking with her.
0: Oh, That's a good one, as long as you both wash the dishes together.
1: Right. And... Why does that even matter? Let's say we both cook together. She hates to do the dishes. Okay? Yeah. I do the dishes. It is it her turn to service or, you know, do my dishes or do my laundry? I mean, that's where couples need to sit down and go, okay. Yeah, I know. I know. I actually a couple on TikTok say that no matter what, they never say no to their partner when it comes to sex. Never. Oh, okay. Ever. Okay. If she's Randy and grabs him and takes him to the laundry room, he can't say no. Okay. Even if he didn't fill up to it. Right. And I was like, ooh, that, ooh, hey, whoa. Whoa. You know, what if the guy's nauseous and he can't, you know, he can't achieve greatness to get, you know, how does that work? Of course, you can't ask them questions on TikTok, but they said that, and I was like, how does that work? Where do I find a woman that will never say no to me, and I'll never say no to her for sure? Right. You know? How does that work? Yeah. <laughs> can't totally. answer that
0: one. Where were those crickets? Where yeah, I dates? know, right? Exactly.
1: <laughs> oh, it's birds, not crickets. Okay.
0: That's funny. It sounds like crickets.
1: Yeah. But I mean, that's that. Those are the things that go through my crazy head when I always think about pleasing everybody. You know, I know. I know. And the people like, even my boss, I want to please him, but it'll, it'll conflict with the way he's thinking of things. Cause, hey, Nick, I, I need you to take care of this. If he leaves me and lets me take care of it, it'll get done. Maybe not the way he did it. You know, we've had conversations about that. Right, goal versus task, yeah. So if he stands over my shoulder and says, no, you need to do it this way, no, you need to do it this way, then we're going to have a problem. Exactly. Because there's no give and take. The boss that I have now, he's like, Nick, I need you to take care of this. And he walks away. And even if he gives me a deadline, look, I need this in three days. Done. You know? Right. So... I'm in a pretty good place with the boss right now. It's marked my words right now. If I can keep going good, I can retire before he gets pissed off at me.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay, fans. You can hear
1: that in my voice, you yeah, know.
0: Yeah, that's what he's trying to say. Start following us more. Share us with your friends because he wants to retire. That's what he's trying to say.
1: <laughs> I will do this until I'm 100 years old because mm-hmm. it's easy to sit here and talk about the crazy shit that I do on a daily basis, mm-hmm. you know.
0: That's funny. So, you know, our lives, I mean, come on. Every day you deal with something new, something whatever, crazy, you know. So, yeah. Yeah. Trust me. I know. I know. But, uh, oh, my God. Yeah. You're not going to please everyone. Here's the whole thing. If we could please everyone, everyone would have 100 million subscribers on TikTok
1: yeah and that's just not feasible just, it ain't gonna happen yeah, absolutely not feasible
0: right so I mean, and that if think of it in the grand scheme of things, I mean that's really that's what it boils down to, you know
1: well, stop and think about this, all these people in this world that have taken Elon Musk, yes, think he cares about pleasing anybody, no. Bezos, you think he cares Bill Gates? I mean, I could go Donald on Trump. From, you think they care about pleasing people? <laughs> no, they care about taking care of people. But no, they care I, about business. They, they care about money.
0: Yeah, they care about business, and and what does it take to make money? And in some aspects, and if you think about this, like on Microsoft, they're not going to please everyone because there are plenty of people out there that will only buy a Mac or an Apple, and they will never touch a Microsoft product. Right. Okay, you know. Is Mac or Apple any better? No. You know? It's
1: who you ask, you know.
0: Exactly. There, There's the point. Depends on who you ask. But in the grand scheme of things, neither one of them's any worse or better. You know, the only reason Microsoft's probably on top right now is because of the the ability to install all these apps and applications. You know, Mac it's a little more difficult. Mac's a little more locked down. It's based on a Unix shell, so it's a little a lot more controlled. Right. They you know?
1: they focus their attention on other areas. Yes. Not just wide open code.
0: Yes. And so that's the that's the big difference, you know. So Microsoft is, you know, they're trying to please because they want the bigger market. They want the, because that's where the money's at. So they are, they are doing things, but they also do things to piss people off.
1: Yeah. Let's just be honest. (laughs) But, you know, it's so funny that you look at that. Those people aren't trying to please people, but they all say that people like that are sociopaths. They have no emotions, no feelings. They only care about the business and making it successful. Yes. I mean, all of them. Yes. Bezos. Is he married? Dayton? Nope. Elon Musk. Married? Dayton? Nope. Bill Gates. He tried it. Didn't, didn't fare well, you know. And who was the one who, oh, what's the guy's name Um, that did the Mac? Steve Jobs? Steve Jobs. He tried marriage, had kids, that he was a terrible father and a terrible husband and divorced and, you know, all that. Sociopaths, that's what they say. People with that kind of mentality are sociopaths. They just don't murder, I guess. Right. They just have no feeling. They All they want is, you know, I'm sure that Elon Musk and, and Bezos, that's all they do. When they wake up in the morning, they think about how to make my business better. At the end of the day, they go to bed thinking about, okay, I need to think about how to make my business better. And, see, oh my God! Isn't it better? Isn't enough? When is enough? Right.
0: And see, I'm trying to. All, all I'm trying to do every day is how can I make a better life for my kid?
1: Yep. Not worried about you. Worried about your kid. Well, I am
0: worried about me because my health can affect my kid's
1: well, happiness yeah, and health. But you just saying that. Your first thought process is not you kids yes. that you're now we're now you and I are on the same page. Cause that's what I do. I, you know, I've, I've screwed up promotions and turned down promotions over my entire life so that I can coach my kids or be with my kids. And, you know, yeah, now they're, now they're all in their twenties or whatever and they don't give a damn about me. I got to beg them to, you know, spend time with them, except for the youngest one. You know He, he hangs out.
0: I know. I know. But you know, part of that is is when they're taken care of, I I do focus on myself. I do take care of me, you know, right? Because
1: I what after the fact. That's what I'm saying. Well, we have to take not even a- somewhat a- after the fact. It, it's it's. But that's the way I think.
0: Yes, I, I know what you're saying. I know exactly what you're saying. You know, the as parents, we're always trying to do the best we can for our kids because we want them to have a better life than we did. Okay. I I don't disagree with that. I wanted my kids to have a better life than I did. Okay. But if you don't look after yourself and your mental health,
1: what are you teaching your kids? Exactly. Absolutely, 100% exactly.
0: So, I do play video games, play video games with my kids. That way, we both can get fun, you right. know? And so, you know, I do this podcast. This is something that's mine, you know? Yeah, we... My kids, I kick them to the curb. They got to go in their room and go hang out and play a video game, whatever. They're not complaining. Let's just be honest. They're not. Dad still feeds them. Dad still takes care of them. He still gets everything he does. So is there any harm in me doing a podcast, something that I enjoy? No. And see, that's the take. I'm taking a piece, a hobby, and doing something I enjoy. Your take is your motorcycle. You know, if you think about it, that's your take. You haven't been able to do it a lot lately,
1: but that's your take. Well, at this point in stage of my life, I don't, ha- my kid lives with me, but he's 19. I know, I know. So, you know, he, you know, he's got a job, he's taking care of business and all that stuff. So I don't really, of course, I, you know, I don't charge him rent and stuff like that, which is probably a bad thing.
0: I don't charge no, mine rent, $100 a month.
1: You still charge him though? Yeah. And that that's a good thing because I think it need it needs to teach them responsibility. I got a nineteen year old. Is he ever what's he gonna do when he has to pay rent? He's gonna freak out.
0: Right.
1: You know? So right. and he's a lot more nonchalant about I don't like this job, because he's just doing menial stuff till he gets his schooling done or you know, decides he's gonna get in the military, which we're hoping, you know. But <laughs> in the meantime, it, he's gonna drag his feet because he has it that's the problem with my 40-year-old youngest brother right I, my dad has bought him a car bought him a house bought them and gives him money so he really doesn't have to work and never has
0: see and that's that's something different okay so my 24-year-old yes he lives at home so he can go to college but I don't pay his truck I don't pay his insurance I don't pay his phone
1: right you're teaching him to be responsible,
0: right? You want that,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah. You got to do it, yeah. And, and know, I, I, he lost. If it. you were a millionaire, you could say, "Look, as long as you're going to college, I'll get you a decent vehicle and I'll pay for everything." You know that kind of deal. That's uh, what my stepdad did to his first son, which was my youngest brother.
0: Right, right. But the problem is, most parents. You know, they're like, okay, if you go to college, you know, I'll take care of you. There's a difference between taking care of and spoiling.
1: I got an example for that.
0: Oh, really? Okay, go ahead.
1: Our my, our director, when you were working, our director. Yes. He started a business and he made plenty of, plenty of money. Okay. Like plenty of money. Right. So... When he left that company, they bought him out right, for probably several million dollars. Yes. He still wanted to work. So he got a job here at Enterprise. It worked his way up to director. And he told me his entire paycheck was divided into son and the daughter. What? Now, at director level, how much money do you think he's making?
0: One hundred and fifty to two hundred.
1: Okay, divide that by two. Yeah, he's giving to them kids while they're going to college, so them kids are walking away with six to ten thousand dollars a month,
0: and they're not doing anything but going to college.
1: Yeah, driving Audis and you know living BMWs. In
0: the yeah, exactly.
1: Living in apartments, not counting his. You know his bonus was probably a half a mil or yeah. you know two hundred fifty thousand dollars. Right. You know, but my point is, when he started working here, his whole paycheck was split in half and given to his kids while they were going to college. Dude, that's that's extreme. Yeah. Sure is.
0: No but he did it.
1: He could afford it. Would you do it? No. Hands if you down. were make a million dollars a year. So. You'd still make your kid be responsible for certain things. Hell yeah! There you go.
0: See now, I might pay for a vehicle. Like if he wanted a truck, I'd buy him a truck.
1: Yeah, and not no two hundred thousand dollar vehicle. We're talking about fifty thousand nice, dollar, fifty thousand forty grand. Yeah, nice truck, reliable, looks good. You know. Yeah,
0: yeah, not a not a freaking you know whatever the hundred and ten thousand dollar Dodge yeah. racing truck. Yeah, I I ain't doing that shit. Excuse my language. I ain't doing that. Sh- anyway. I ain't doing that sh- yeah. But I mean, that that's the whole thing is, is you're not doing those kids any favor. Okay. And he really isn't. Let, let's just be honest. Cause when they get out in the real world and it, I'm going to use the hit by a bus scenario, uh, situation, if he got hit by a bus, how are they going to handle?
1: Right. I mean, no offense, but he's not doing them any favors. See, That's what my dad's doing to my youngest brother. He's not doing him any favors. Now he's starting to realize it. Yeah. He's really and not. Has no discernible skills. I mean, he's 40 years old, for crying out loud. Yeah, it's really you know, bad. It's really bad. <clears throat> Warren Buffett. All of his money when he dies is going to charity. All of it. Right. And the media swarmed his son. In his sense, I don't need his money. I made my own millions. Yeah, he taught me how to make my own millions. Millions, exactly. So he, he doesn't need the forty billion dollars that he has. Now, wait a minute. <laughs> forty billion dollars. I don't even know what what Warren Buffett is worth, but he's worth god he's awful. more than that. Yeah. So being that that kind of money, if you're going to give it away to charity, what charity is worth that kind of money? One charity, you're going to spread billions of dollars over what? Pay the debt down. Give it to Trump. He'll screw it up. Or give it to Biden. He'll screw it up. You know, Obama. I don't care whether it's a Democrat or—I don't care about the politics. No matter who you give it to, they're going to screw it up.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, exactly. They're going to spend the hell out of it. Yeah. No, I know. I know. Um, You know, as long as he gave like a billion dollars to the uh, American Foundation for Suicide Prevention, I wouldn't care.
1: There you go. Just saying. Yeah, that's all we need. It it would work.
0: So, you know, I mean, because we definitely need more help with mental health in this world.
1: Yes, we do. So. Absolutely do. Yeah.
0: So, um, but, you know, that's a very, very interesting point. And that you're you're right. Your dad's pleasing your son and he's not now are you doing the same thing for your kids?
1: Am I? Yes. No. You learned. Well, yeah. Now see, that's another thing. My my stepdad, who I would consider my dad, I yeah. mean Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever. We talked about it. his I, his I, last dad, name's O'Donoghue. Yeah. Right. So he did not treat me like that. Right. Not even close. I'll give you a perfect example. I was going to college and strapped for cash. I just quit skiing. I was going back to college to get my degree, and I had enough money to pay my tuition and books, and have I had my I had my finances laid out for the next six months. Right. How much it was cost me to eat, you know, and I was going to eat at the same place every day, that kind of thing, right? I needed a calculator for my one. Trigonometry class or whatever it was I was taking And the calculator was 120 bucks. And I asked my dad for it And he's like, sorry You gotta figure it out on your own What? Yeah Uh, Okay So that thing actually turned out pretty good Because I ended up meeting a couple Friends in the class And they allowed me to share Their calculator To do my homework Right We'd meet somewhere, and they would do their math homework while I'd do my biology, and then they'd do their biology while I, you know.
0: Right, exactly. Well, that's good. I mean, you were so, able to figure out a plan.
1: I, I figured out I how to work it out. Plus, they were really cute girls. Oh, yeah. So it was a win-win. That <laughs> was a win-win for
0: everybody. Yeah, that's fair. So that's too funny. But, yeah, it's funny that you say it, but. Then and I ask you the question, and you're like, yeah, but I'm not. You don't want to make the same mistake that your dad's doing with the youngest kid. Yes. With your own. So, And I'm
1: about it now. Andrew, Andrew's between jobs. Right. And he's studying to get, you know, get himself so that he can either go to college or go to um, the military. And the, the battery crashed in his car. Right. I bought him a new battery. He's like, Dad, I'm getting my income tax in a couple of weeks. I'll pay you back. Right. And I said, okay. And I, I will take him up on that. Even if I take his last hundred and fifty bucks for the battery out of his pocket, I will take it. I will feel like shit doing it, but I will take it. Right.
0: Okay, so I've got a great comment for you. And I just want you to think about this.
1: Okay. Okay.
0: If you were married, okay, or just give an example, just a friend who's a woman, and she's getting treated badly by her husband, and she has a daughter. What is she teaching her daughter?
1: To accept bad behavior.
0: To accept bad behavior. Yes. So by the same token... Shouldn't you be teaching your kids how you should be treated by a woman? Yes. Are you?
1: No. <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> I don't know how to do that, I guess. You know? I, I wasn't. <laughs> I,
0: I wasn't trying to put him on the spot. I mean, yes, I I'll was.
1: Say- I was. Um. But but it makes sense though. But I, that's I, the pleasing part that you overlook the value part. Yes, self
0: value. Remember we talked yeah. about in the previous episode. Because yes. if you have your own self value, you won't let people just. It, it doesn't matter if you're trying to please them. There is a value, you know, and you got to remember that. So that that was my only. You know, Nick knew I was going, and it's one of those, even for your fans, he already knew it. It's an aha moment if you think about it, though. Yes. Honestly, you know, look at your kids and think about how you want your kids to be treated. If you wouldn't want your kids to be treated that way, why would you let you be treated that way? True. And because if you do... You're telling him it's okay. Yep. You know, and so that that's my only comment. Nick knew I picked on him a little bit. He knew it was coming.
1: I, but no, that's exactly what this podcast is about, is to bring those things front and center. I know I'm not perfect. I'll never be perfect.
0: No, none of us are.
1: And and I'm not one to go, well, if it was, you know, it's your fault. And you, Oh, if he would have done or she would, you know. I don't want to do that. I want to stand right up and puff my chest out and went, I'm the one that made that mistake, and I'm going to learn from it.
0: Right. Exactly.
1: My kid's having troubles with his car. We're talking about that, right? He just got a new battery. But for some reason, I think the alternator's bad, and I think it tore up the last battery. Right. Well, after a couple days, the car dies. Right. Andrew's like, hey, Dad, can I borrow the truck? And I'm like, what do you need it for? He's like, we need to go get the Jeep. And get the battery out of it, go charge it up so that we get the Jeep out of the gas station. Right. So it sat there overnight and he took my personal truck while I went to work in my work truck. And then tonight he's like, Hey Dad, can I borrow the truck? And I'm like, Nope. You just nope, not tonight. I got a podcast. I don't want to be sitting here worried about, blah, blah, blah. So I was proud of myself because I wanted to just hand him the keys and go, go do whatever you want, you know? Right. But that's not it's not good for him.
0: No. He needs to take responsibility and get that vehicle fixed.
1: Yes. that's That was, I didn't say any of that, but he knew what I was talking about. Right. Right. And guess what? He found a way to get wherever he needed to go because he's not here.
0: (laughs) So it worked out for everybody. You're so funny.
1: (laughs) Yes, my truck is still out in the parking lot locked up. Yeah,
0: there you go. But no, folks, I mean, think about it. So when you listen to these podcasts, you know, Yeah, we have a lot of fun, but we do have some serious, and and we're trying to, we're telling our stories because we're hoping you can look at them and say,
1: oh, that's happening to me too. Oh my God, there's no way that these situations, not the exact situation that we're dealing with.
0: Oh, I bet you there's some exact situations.
1: I don't care how rich you're, how poor you are. Yeah. Everybody's got a situation That we're talking about. Oh, yeah. 100%. It's funny because there are people out there thinking, why is this happening to me? Why am I the only one that's. No.
0: You're not the only one.
1: No. Yeah. No. We're all idiots. We're all smart. We're all stupid. We're all brilliant. We all have our moments, you know? Yeah. Talented. We're, you know, we're clumsy. We're all of it. Yeah. All these years of being a professional water skier, I could still trip over my foot and bust my face open. You know, it's it's just the way, it's life. Yeah. That's what's cool about this. Yeah. It's life.
0: So, yeah, folks, come on. You know, and, and that's the key point. While you may not be listening to us every time, maybe your friend needs to hear one of our podcasts. Yes. You know, share us out there because, you know, we talk about real life and- that's what it's about. You
1: know? If you got something you think we need to talk about, and us tell you about what's going on in our life with a particular situation, send us an email.
0: Uh, exactly. I will. And I've we've gotten some feedback, folks. We've done a couple of episodes on feedback from our fans. Yes. So please, you know, don't be afraid. You want to hear us talk about something and about the problems we've encountered in our lives. Uh, we got no problems with that. You may not want to talk about your problems because I know a lot of people don't want to air their problems out,
1: air their dirty laundry. <laughs> Once it's on the internet, it stays there. You know, yeah, it don't matter. I haven't done anything that affects me by talking about it. Yeah, I, I know who I am. I just, I'm a, I'm a caregiver, and I need to work more on. Me and my confidence, but it doesn't bother me one bit to talk about this stuff on the internet because I know millions of people out there are having the same problem. Oh yeah, yeah. Same issues. Yeah, exactly,
0: man. You know, so there's a whole race of dwarves out there that share your same problem. Anyway, <laughs> I'm just teasing. <laughs> they
1: have to be bald dwarves.
0: <laughs> sure. uh, okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. So. Yeah, I actually have been seeing one of the comedian uh comedian guy. Oh my gosh. But yeah, it's it's funny as hell. I make fun of Nick's height all the time, folks. He knows I'm just teasing.
1: It's the story of my life. I've had it, I have been vertically challenged my entire life and I've learned to live with it and make fun make joke about it. Yes. Exactly. I don't have a part of that.
0: Well and, and you know, we're good friends. So I, I'm at a stage where I know I can go on and that's a boundary I can you know, I can make a joke about and not break a boundary. So, you know, yeah. that that's the key point is, is we know there are things we can joke with each other about, and, and we're not going to hurt each other's feelings. So, um, yeah, I'm not trying.
1: relationships, setting boundaries is imperative. Exactly. Yes. Exactly.
0: All relationships. All of them. Yes. So, dude, thank you.
1: Thank you. So a Good episode. I it, like was,
0: it. it. was a good episode. Fans, of course, you know, follow us, share us, uh, like us. Uh, we have been putting the videos on YouTube. So yes. it's no longer just an audio with a picture. We've been actually doing some back-end editing, and we've started to upload some episodes. We're not going to be able to upload all the, like, first 40 or so, but we've been doing quite a few lately. So. Yeah. Um, We hope you guys enjoy seeing our facial expressions. Uh, um, Nick is insanely crazy (laughs) with his facial expressions. I sit here and watch some of these, and oh my God, it's hilarious. So what, dude? You're great.
1: No, I mean, it's funny because all those years of being entertainer, I'm in front of everybody. So you have to exaggerate everything. I'm not as good as I used to be, but yeah, you know.
0: Yeah, and I'm just, I'm sitting there watching myself and I'm sitting there and I'm like reading this or doing this and I'll laugh and, you know, and and I'm, but I'm not exaggerated as like you are. So it's kind of funny, you know, I I, I sit there and think about it and I think, who is it? Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, it's a morning sports show, Payne and Pendergast.
1: No. I, I,
0: I don't know <laughs> if you've ever seen, they do the TV show. And the guy is literally talking on the mic and he's sitting there grabbing a form and he's reading the stats and he's doing this. And he's like faceless, you know, and it's completely expressionist. And every once in a while, you know, Pendergast or Payne will make a comment and the other guy will make like a little, you know, smirk or a little funny laugh or whatever. But, yeah, he's steadily doing stuff and, you know, constantly. And I'm I'm like, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, oh, I'm like a radio announcer. That's, you know, (laughs) it's what I feel like.
1: (laughs) And people, I'm trying to break Jay of this. I don't know what happens when he hits record. But right before he hit record, his ass was dancing in front of his mic. Oh, whatever. Literally. And look, look, watch him turn red. If you you get a chance to see this on YouTube, you got to watch him turn red. Because he was just, just getting, look at him, see? Before the camera started, then he got all... Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, oh yeah! Hey, come he, on, we, we right, have a lot I'm of fun. Yeah, ladies yeah. and gentlemen, this is Jay from Jay Talk. Yeah, I know that's funny. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we've been having fun with that, with all the different announcing oh. voices. So I, I can have fun too, but it, it's it's funny watching myself. It's almost as painful as. Listening to your own voice. It's really hard to listen to my own voice. You know, I, I've had people tell me, you're fine. It sounds great. And, you know, I've had a couple of girls. Oh, you have a sexy voice. Yep. You know, but dude, it's painful for me to hear myself on a recording. And I, it, doing the TikTok thing, it's painful. It's watching myself on the TikTok. That is kind of interesting.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so as good looking as Nick. Videotaped. I I, I'm, I just know I'm, a. have had people listen to my podcast and look at me and go, you're such a dork. You know, okay. That's who I am. Yeah, I know. That's, you know.
0: Yeah. Oh, no, no, no. When I go out with someone, I, I'm weird. No, you're not. Yeah, I am. No, you're not. Yeah, I'm pretty weird and I'm proud of it.
1: I wouldn't say weird. Blatantly honest is always going to be your claim to fame.
0: (laughs) Whatever.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That's true, though.
0: (laughs) Well, I saw a really funny TikTok. It, excuse folks, I'm gonna wrap up the show after tell this funny one. I saw, I think it was a TikTok, and it said, uh, uh, "What's your weakness? Honesty?" Well, I don't think honesty is a weakness. Fuck you. <laughs> what? Okay. I don't care what you think. Oh, he's good. <laughs> <laughs> yep. There you go. I'm sorry. That was I thought that was hilarious.
1: If, if you're if you got an attitude like that? Yes, honesty might be a weakness.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> I thought it was funny. I just wanted to share that with you folks good stuff yes it is so well we got to wrap it up here folks we uh hope you enjoyed the show remember you can't please everyone
1: yeah don't try
0: and uh you know love you man love you too brother and uh for you folks out there you know we love you too uh keep listening keep following